0: On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. That's right. Hour two of the show on a Tuesday. If you want to call this the Colorado Hate Hour, go ahead. Sarder a text line. Let us know what don't you like about Colorado. 402-464-5685. Strick, that'll be my first question to you in just a sec here. Um, but first... Uh, that text line brought to you by Starter Heyman. If you have a call, 402 464 5685. Same number works for the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Streaming worldwide, thanks to Starter Heyman on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Also, uh, tomorrow, not, not in two days, but tomorrow, since today's Tuesday, that means tomorrow's Wednesday, Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul is back open for you. <sighs> Bro.
1: We're down at the bottom again already. <laughs> How far down in the rabbit hole are we going to go? That's what I I'm interestingly want to know. Ooh, that rhyme. Ooh, um, ooh. listen, listen, listen. Um, if we don't handle, if we don't see any difference in the quarterback play, I'm even worried about the games that are coming up, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the Colorado game alone. I'm talking about watch out for Northern Illinois. Who
0: just went on the road and beat BC?
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm that's that's where my eyes now are focused on. Like, how far can we fall down the road? Just 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 if you come up short against Colorado, now if you beat Colorado in this situation, you're in a great position. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you preface it, but I'm saying a loss to Colorado, what is your room looking like? What is the confidence of your you know mm-hmm. your team feeling like what are the people starting to say at that point that's that's where i have whew, a little bit of worry
0: because what the people say doesn't matter it shouldn't matter inside the locker room but it does matter yeah. right the, the conversation the confidence level around your program people hear that inside the locker room even though they can say they tune it out as much as they they say they do they still hear it, and that's something I'm glad you brought up too, Strick, is Nebraska needs that kind of proof of concept. Colorado got it in game one, mm-hmm. right? Nebraska's been waiting through, you know, the end of both for that breakthrough. Yeah, he's the guy, break us through, didn't get the proof. Mike Riley, don't really know what proof we were looking for in that hire, but didn't you didn't happen. get it. Scott Frost, definitely didn't definitely get proof. Definitely didn't happen. And you thought you had proof through 55 minutes of football. At Minnesota, you say, okay, this is a physical team that has limitations on offense, but the defense is going to be really solid, and they trick it off, and that narrative goes out the window, whereas Colorado completely remakes its roster. 68 new guys out of the transfer portal, going on the road to last year's national runner-up. They score as many points in one game as they did the entire month of November last year. Colorado fans, game one, get that proof of concept. They have a reason to believe. Nebraska fans model. are still
1: looking for it. That's their motto. I I believe. Mm-hmm. Now look, now I, I want to throw this out. Sader hemet Text Line as well, 402 464 5685. Here's the thing. Um, you remember there was a time when we were sitting here, and look, this is this is this question that I'm about to ask or even preface mm-hmm. has nothing to do with any underlying tones, any racial issue, situation, none of that it has to do with a simple fact of this if what my mind was at i reach out to Deion sanders and i say has nebraska reached out to you there's something that we're going to get on into a little bit on wtf sometime tonight mm-hmm. but i want to kind of just touch this the element of this piece cuz i really want your thoughts on it mm-hmm. is it is it um is it something about certain coaches out there in 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 the landscape of coaching that has that factor of having a team to go hyperbolic. So it's like stocks, right? Mm -hmm. There are some companies and some stocks that over the course of time have a step-by-step approach. That's what it seems like to me the Matt Rule uh, model is. Mm -hmm. But then there's some type of coaches that have something that can just turn things in in, in a moment's notice, especially when everything is on you. Is that is that more prevalent out there, or is the step model? Because when I look at Nebraska, and when I asked that of Dion, I knew two things. I knew that Shador was who he was. I knew mm-hmm. that what I, I've always said here—he's accurate. He throws a great deep ball. Now, where, where you saw the goodness of his accuracy is when there was a deep dig route, and it was just beyond the linebackers, and he just he just touched it over the heads. Right into the hands for first down. That's 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 what you 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 didn't think was going to happen, but, but I knew those skills. That skills travel, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have obviously now one of the best two way players that possibly was going to come. What has been your issue at Nebraska? Your your issue has been retention mm-hmm. of talent mm-hmm. and amassing and getting enough of it enough of it that make difference Mm -hmm. on on the field okay then you have someone that he coached now one thing that he said is i'm coming he's got dylan edwards also freshman who he's coached (laughs) since he was a kid you've got a treasure trove of people that are willing to come so i'm not saying matt rule we got to give matt rule time i think matt rule is going to be a three three-year process because i think the jeff sims experiment's going to possibly set us back another three years so what's your thought are there coaches out there that have the possibility of touching players in a way to have them to believe in such a manner that they can make a difference and go hyperbolic Mm -hmm. and what is the expectation of what now colorado is and how long do you think it takes nebraska to get there
0: Clearly, there are coaches like that that hit that right nerve. You've seen you know, pretty much the same roster, just with a change of coach, go from a fringe playoff team, fringe bowl team, to double-digit wins. That happened at there. UCF. It did happen at UCF, yeah. right? Um, I think the more, at least traditionally, sustainable, quote-unquote, way of doing it is kind of the step-by-step thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But that's where I think Nebraska and Colorado aren't the same place. Think about... How Nebraska fans have always viewed Colorado and even what you know Dan McCartney did back in the day. It was always emotional, right? We hate Nebraska. They're our rival. He made it very emotional. Made it the biggest game on the schedule, right? And that's that's Dion too, right? Buy into the hype, um, loud, brash, in your face. Right or wrong, that's just his approach. Mm-hmm. Then think about Nebraska, business like under Tom Osborne, right? Very very workmanlike. And what Matt Rule's been saying about the the process the one percent better each day, it's different than how Dion is doing it. Maybe not right, yeah. maybe not wrong, but I think if you look at the the history of Colorado in the history of Nebraska, it makes perfect sense for those institutions to have chosen the head coaches that they did. Yeah, it, it really does. Yeah. So I think, I get it, and I can say Dion. And then you had a turnaround guy in Rule. You mm-hmm. you've had a track
1: record. So that is the one thing. You have an uncertainty, high risk, high reward. You did that with Scott Frost. So, mm-hmm. it, so I understand why they made the move. Mm-hmm. But then I was looking more on the recruiting side. How are mm-hmm. you going to get the talent here? So then I think Matt Rule has a good idea. I love his, his pathway. And the fact that he has a track
0: record of taking Temple, of taking Baylor. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to sell that method. Go ahead. I, I've always thought about it this way, Strike. Clearly Nebraska needs help in recruiting. I get it's top 25 but you can always use more talent. Mm-hmm. You can always develop that talent better. I've always thought about it this way. Elite, top-of-the-line coaching can cover for, can develop average to slightly above-average talent, and you can have a good team. Yeah. Elite talent, you can roll the ball out there, and sometimes they're just good enough athletes, good enough at the sport, that they can cover up for coaching mistakes, not putting them in the best position, not handling timeouts the best, whatever. If you have one of the two... You're kind of in that, that four to eight to eight and four and nine and three type of range where anything's on the table depending on the game. Yeah. If you have none of the two, you're winning three, two, three games at most. If you have both elite talent and elite coaching, that's when you have something special
1: that can shoot a hyper hyperbolic type of win total.
0: Right. Yeah. For Colorado, we knew they were going to be athletic. You look at the guys that get out of the portal, you look at what. Shadur Sanders did. You look at Travis Hunter being the number one recruit in the country, you know, being looked at by Florida State and all these other places. If you look at Dylan Edwards, one of the top running backs in his class, you know those guys were the playmakers. That part shouldn't be surprising. Mm-hmm. Three
1: headed monster.
0: I, I think Dion continues to I, I don't know how much of it is on Dion himself. No. Is he is he the motivator? Or yes. was it Dion hiring Sean Lewis, who's had that excellent too. success at Kent State to be his OC, mm-hmm. hiring Charles Kelly. He was Alabama's associate defensive coordinator to run his defense, which wasn't very good against TCU, and we'll get into that later in the week. No doubt. But depth. a guy that's been around greatness, yeah. that knows what it's looked like, that Nick Saban trusted, right? Those are good coaches. When you pair him with that elite talent, you can see the trajectory for Colorado. And again, I don't want to overreact to one week. No, it shouldn't not be at all. enough to make us change everything we thought we knew throughout this offseason, but it does make you raise your eyebrow and say, hmm. There's stuff to look into here, something to pay attention to. On the flip side of that, whereas I think Dion is banking – coaching banking on his motivation banking on the talent he can draw in and if he's able to keep coaches like lewis and kelly they'll shoot if not if it's a revolving door colorado will have a ceiling nebraska's doing it the other way matt rule seems to really love his coaches mm-hmm. right really love the guys that he selected i think he got a good one in tony white jury's out on you know pretty much the rest of the coaching staff at this point they just haven't done it for that long yeah. right He's banking on being able to develop those players. Take those guys with track backgrounds, with basketball backgrounds, and turn them into football players. Talented athletes who haven't maybe proven at the highest level possible for them that they can actually play the game of football. That, to me, is that, that banking on coaching, not talent thing. So Nebraska's coaches have to be elite, top of their game, get every last drop out of their players that they can in every aspect for that recruiting strategy to work. Yeah. If Nebraska's not going to be able to get 100%, 110% even, you know, out of their players, elite coaching won't be enough to get Nebraska where it wants to go. Yeah,
1: that's a fact. Now, th- I think I think we're we're at the place of a two-way tide of a tsunami possibly happening. Mm-hmm. One how fast it can turn if this Nebraska team goes out to Colorado and beats them Mm -hmm. after this. The tsunami can swing exponentially in the favor of this team, right? Mm -hmm. But if they lose, it can also swing into the negative because then you've got to worry about these next two. If you go into the Michigan game with three losses – Woof, bro. Like, if you lose Nor- Nor- Tech or Northern Illinois mm-hmm. at home with Michigan coming, where so what, what for you is the t- Sauter Heyman text line also 402 464 568. What is the tide turning for you, and and what would you see or what would you um like to see to turn to the favor? Or what would have you to turn the tide to the negative as far as how you feel about this Nebraska team this year?
0: That's the thing. So a couple things from the text line that I think are interesting. Uh, 1231 says, I think we missed the boat on Prime. We knew he would find and bring kids with skill and talent, uh, but sure would have been a much quicker, easier build with Husker power to support. Maybe Deion's able to do this at Nebraska. Maybe he's not. But he was never going to be at Nebraska, right? He just doesn't fit what Nebraska was looking for. And maybe that's part of the problem with Nebraska, having blinders on, yeah, not looking further
1: outside. There you go. That's something to think about. Maybe. Something to think about. Possible.
0: Possible. mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Um, And then, uh, let's see. uh, 0022. This is, I think, the bigger point that I I want to get across here with this game, and I'm going to harp on it the rest of the week. Um, Downtown Scott and 0022. Kind of go at each other, right? Downtown Scott is saying, um, I can't believe Colorado is ranked. Disgusting. It's been one game. Okay, I get it, but these rankings, we either want them to be static or we want them to be fluid, right? It's going to be fluid. Colorado had one of the best wins of the weekend. Mm -hmm. They're not top 10. They're top 25. Whatever, that's fluid at this point. The flip side of that, 0022 says, this game has 2001 written all over it. Not a good game for Nebraska, Colorado 62-36. He's saying Colorado big, uh, bet the farm, lock of the year.
1: He, his score is about where, after what I saw, it's very possible to me. Is, 20 to mm-hmm. 30 points, potentially. Is Unfortunately, possible. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm telling you that I think we're seeing a lot of parity because there's a lot of good quarterbacks out there. I'm really worried about Jeff. I I, mm-hmm. I at this point, like if he struggles this week, I, I honestly say you've got to look at Harper. You 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 know, take a look. Throw Jeff keep him in there, because he's super athlete. Keep him around, put him somewhere. Get, we need we need some Travis Hunter type action. <laughs> you know, you know, put him on the on on the, on the wide receiver and he knows everything. He's the quarterback. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, bro. I, I I'm really I'm really worried about our quarterback situation. I just don't. And, and I'm worried about our receiver core. I, I just don't think we have the necessary
0: tools at those positions to get it done. And you shouldn't need either of them to beat Colorado.
1: No. You should because just need to run.
0: It, <laughs> you, you need to be able to handle the business up front. TCU ran for 262 That's yards. That, that part. Against Colorado. Yeah. Once or twice a quarter. Maybe just once Take a, a shot. T- take that play action shot. Yeah. You got to hit it. You got to capitalize on it. Otherwise, they won't respect it and they'll let you keep doing it. But Strick all off season. Stay he away heard, from Hunter
1: though. <laughs> stay from, stay away from that side because I'm telling you, he was on at least four of them.
0: Well, run, run to his side, run, run at to him, his side, but make him take those shots. Don't throw his way, but don't throw his Leave way him alone unless you see something on film that he's overly aggressive. He's gonna you get him on a double move, there something you go. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But think about what Nebraska was saying all off season with their identity, right? Janeran Bonner at fullback, going to get Barrett Liebentritt to be a fullback walk on from from Notre Dame. They wanted to lean into this run game. Gabe Urban Urban had seven carries for 55 yards against Minnesota. Terrible. He's got to have 15 to 20 Minimum. If Nebraska really wants to lean into what it said about its identity and what Nebraska needs to do to have consistent success, trust the offensive line. Lean on Colorado. They're not that big. And they don't have depth. Lean on them Mm -hmm. like we've seen teams do to Nebraska. Stick with it. Mm -hmm. The onus will be on the defense, especially in the first half. Strick, can you imagine how pumped up Folsom Field's going to be? They just won a top 25 game on the road in Dion's debut. He's coming home. That's going to be an absolutely electric environment. Mayhem. The defense has to stand up to that challenge early. Yeah. Stick, stick Quentin Newsome on Travis Hunter. Let him shadow him all the way across the field. Trust him with that, right? Probably have a spy for Shador. You're going to need a great game out of Luke Reimer on Dylan Edwards uh, on the hole and on the perimeters. Mm-hmm. Reimer's really good going side to side. I think that's what Colorado's going to want to do again. Point being, the defense has to stand up early and long enough for Nebraska to wear on Colorado. 20-25 carries and 150 yards for Gabe Irvin has Nebraska in a pretty good spot. But you don't get to 20 or 25 carries without getting to 10, without getting to 15. Stick with it. Yep. That is the game plan. But if you go away, you don't trust it in the first quarter. If you If you run Jeff Sims too much, if you throw Jeff Sims too much trying to be cute, you're not going to see those dividends in the fourth quarter. There's a path for Nebraska to win this game. Yeah. They just have to be willing to commit to the plan. Who who steps up? Do we see more action out of the tight end room? I think you have to. I think
1: you have to. I think you have to figure out a way to get them involved. I I, I think the tight end room, I mean, um, I, I I really am. You you know what I saw? Who was it that who was I gosh darn it, what game was it? I saw a team running old-style option out of the pistol. Like, I could see Nebraska doing that. Like, that that, that would have intrigued me a little bit more with Jeff Sims. Mm-hmm. And, and they were actually having success. I can't remember which game it was. Gosh darn it, I hate that my mind just uh, drops the ball. But they were running a lot of option sets out of the pistol. They had some dive actions. They were really creating some havoc. Um, in in some instances, boy, I wish I could remember who that team was that was doing that. It wasn't Navy. It wasn't none of, No, nobody like that. It was actually a team, a regular, you know, team that had new coaching staff. But gosh darn it, I hate. I can't remember.
0: But anyway, uh, Mississippi Mud Dog says something similar to what you're saying. Make it easy on Sims yeah. is the last uh, uh, sentence in his text. He goes back to um, using Taylor Martinez, Rex Burkhead, and Amir Abdullah in the game at the same time. Yeah, be creative, but keep it simple at the same time, right? Those two things aren't mutually exclusive. Get playmakers on the field. I do tend to agree, too. Someone said Colorado's going to put seven or eight guys in the box. Great, do the same. Put, Put one extra guy in the box, more than Colorado has. You will have to hit a pass play at some point, an important one, but that doesn't mean you abandon the run. The other thing that I think is fascinating to me, Strick, two teams in FBS football didn't have a tackle for loss last week. One of them was Georgia Tech, the other was Colorado. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. maybe Jeff Sims has more time. You know, if they do drop him back to pass, his mechanics weren't great in the pocket. He was under some pressure, got sacked four times. Off his back foot. That's too many. But maybe if the offensive line holds up, maybe his mechanics are better. Maybe his decision making's better. Maybe he's just that half beat slower right now as he gets comfortable working on his mechanics with pressure in his face. It speeds him up. If he has time, maybe he's not that bad. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see.
1: I mean, it's 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 coming quickly. I mean, uh this game is Friday. Like there's not a lot of time to prepare. Um y- you've got them on tape now. Mhm. What you going to do and how are you going to perform? That's what I'm, I'm 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 highly interested. I I leave on Thursday. Uh um I'm going to either be at blur or I'm gonna be in the building. It's gonna be mm-hmm. one of the two things, but I, I I've got to be there in the atmosphere. It's gonna be a phenomenal atmosphere. A lot of Husker fans are taking the trek out there, um, but you know, Dion made it a staple that you know we're we're not having a sea of red, and we're gonna you know, and they've done it. They've stepped up, so it's gonna be fun, man. Um, let's let's see how it goes. Let's see.
0: Yes, let's. If you're in Boulder, stop by the Blur tailgate up there. Uh, Say hi to 93.7, the ticket. We will be well represented. Might even see Stricky there, as he just said. So again, uh, Blur tailgates on Saturday. Make sure you're up there and say hi. We're going to take a break. Uh, Sarder Heyman Text Line, appreciate all your involvement. Keep it up. Give us one game that you were interested in this weekend that wasn't Nebraska-Minnesota or Colorado-TCU. What game was there on the national slate that stood out to you? That's where Strick and I are going with our next segment here on the block after this